Welcome to Founders Time Podcast, where founders shine. Have you ever thought, I have this idea and I'd love to start a business. I'm just not sure how. Then you're in the right place. Founders Time aimed to inform and empower female vetpreneurs, military, veteran, and military spouses entrepreneurs by sharing actionable steps, tips, and resources to grow your business lean and smart. Everything you would need to start, scale, and succeed. Now, your host, Nierka Castaneda. doing this is uh fun to stand again um and we have today lane belong how you doing can you introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your journey as an entrepreneur yeah well thanks for having me and uh yeah so i was in the military for about 12 years and uh of course in the military a lot of people especially if you pass the 10-year mark a lot of people say hey you know you should do 20 years and for whatever reason, you know, I decided not to go with the full 20 and get the retirement and everything because I knew I had a, you know, something else that I wanted to pursue. And, uh, and that began my entrepreneurship journey. And so I uh, had a, about a 12 month plan getting out of the military and had some fun and moved down to Panama and with my wife and had some good times. And uh, for me, my first initial part of my journey was to um, use my GI Bill to go to school full time, you know, so I had a little bit of financial stability and, and then so I could kind of side hustle or try to experiment or figure out what my entrepreneur, you know, journey, you know, looked like. Cause I had no idea, you know, I was just, you know, a guy that was following his heart and going with the flow. And um, yeah, so that's what happened. You know, I, I went to school for about a year and then basically uh, I, uh, a couple of things happened, you know, I met my now, business partner, Stephen Kuhn, a uh, great guy. We just uh, co-authored a book called Unleash Your Humble Alpha. And, uh, you know, so I met him while I was still in school and, and we were kind of in this kind of wanting to do stuff together. And so I was at school full-time for a little while. And then basically I was like, well, do I just go all in or do I keep kind of one foot out the door, one foot in the door kind of thing? And so I decided I'm going to go all in. I'm going to go for it. And, um, that was a couple of years ago. And so him and I, we produced a, a online course together. We had a, uh, coaching and consulting group and, uh, and we did that for about a year. And then now it's about to, after about a year, we started, um, talking to the, uh, previous owner of a veteran entrepreneur tribe group on Facebook. And, uh, he was actually leaving the group and then we started to take over. And so we started the uh, veteran entrepreneur um, efforts and being able to use our, you know, life's experience and his business experience and my special forces experience to kind of put it all into a uh, concerted effort. And, uh, you know, for, for us, it's the collaborate, elevate and support principles that the Vetpreneur tribe, you know, operates under now. And so, we did that and then, you know, we did a couple other things and now we're on our next um, evolution of our business journey together. And I think the, the biggest thing that I would say that has been just a macro lesson is that a lot of times people are 
trying to adopt a business model that isn't in congruence or isn't in alignment with them themselves, like their identity and their purpose for their, their lives, their selves. And when we try to just pick a business model, it's, and, and not have alignment with it. It's like putting a, like a cylindrical object in like a square hole. Like it doesn't really fit. And so the, the cure or the, you know, the problem solve is basically work from the inside out. And so that means identifying who you really are and how you interact in the world and what is your purpose and what are the things that you really enjoy doing. And when you clearly define what those are, then it's much easier for you to find a business and business model with a specific problem set that it solves a specific mission and vision for that company. You know, so whenever you have all those things aligned, then you're going to be operating under much more enthusiasm for life and business. You'll realize success that much faster because everything is working in your favor. And it's not that you're trying to get monetary success, but you're, you kind of hate your life because you're working too hard or you're in a business that you don't really believe in because it's selling some kind of product that, you know, doesn't resonate with you as a person, you know, that'd be like a, a healthy person selling Coca-Cola. You know, like there's an incongruence there. And so the more we can identify who we are, how we interact in the world and what we want to do and then align a business and business model, then it's that much easier for us to really crush it in business, crush it in life and and create the impact that we all know that we want and deserve. That's so true, right? There's no such thing as a business fit all. You have to build it uh, step by step but that is it makes sense to you and especially in the beginning when you build it all by yourself um you know well a lot of people are opportunity-based entrepreneurs and yeah because there's a lot there's a lot of opportunity out there but whenever you have a life vision or a life you know vision entrepreneur or if you are led by something that is more meaningful than just opportunity, you know, because there's literally opportunity everywhere, you know, there's opportunity in every sector, every industry, and we can get caught up in just kind of moving from opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. And, you know, we might find success, you know, we might find uh, ways in which we win for our business, but then we're like, oh man, like it just doesn't mean anything. Like I don't really care about it anymore. And, you know, Having good money and uh, and a problem of trying to find your purpose, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a better position than being broke <laughs> and trying to find purpose. But, uh, you know, there's a way to do it, you know, almost at the same time, you know. And um, we're finding that, that if we work from the inside out and then we have really well-established business fundamentals, business structures, systems, and knowing when – to implement certain business strategies, you know, cause there's certain foundations that we need to get really clear on, like who we're talking to, who is our ideal client? What problem do we solve for that ideal client? And what is our unique, you know, way that we do that? And what's, if we don't have that settled and really clear, then it's difficult to scale 
with ads or, or do joint ventures because we really don't know what our business really is. And so, you know, it's really trying to find the right steps. And um, I think something that we have, you know, in the Vetpreneur Tribe and the Warrior Council is, you know, a lot of people that have made the mistakes or made many mistakes. And there's a lot of people that have made many, many successes that help us keep on track on what actions that we need to take in this phase in our business. Okay. Um, so like, would you recommend that um, people that are starting like take some personality quizzes? Because I know they know themselves, uh, but you need to know yourself to a even deeper level, right? You need to analyze what are your habits, what are your customs, and what is your weak spot and what is your strongest spot? even time management and all that stuff uh, that come into play. So would you recommend that they take uh, maybe a personality test or something like that, like a this analysis uh, tool or something like that? Yeah, so I recommend that there's a, there's a lot of external indicators that we can gather for ourselves, including the Colby, the DISC, you know, these other types of personality tests. These can point us in the right direction Right. But these are only, you know, snapshots of where we might be. And I don't think a, a test can definitively tell you, you know, exactly right. who you are, but it can, it can definitely point you in a very good direction and give you some really good indicators of how you might be showing up in the world and you might not have known it. And, but, but again, I think it's, you know, that's the first layer, you know, these are, these are external things that could take, you know, 15 to 30 minutes, sometimes they're a little longer for these types of tests. But really what it boils down to is starting to ask yourself some important questions on, you know, how do I really want to interact in the world? How do I, how have I really, you know, looking back at my entire life, what is the common thread of all the things that I've done, especially the successful things? Because it's, it can be easy to, you know, go from success after accolade, after achievement, you know, in your life and just do it following your heart or just doing it because it seems like it's the right thing to do. But almost always there's like this kind of thread of what is, what is the common thing among all these activities, all these successes, all these accolades. And for me, it was like, you know, in the in special forces, you know, I mastered many different specialties, you know, Arctic warfare, desert warfare, surveillance, counter surveillance, you know, sniper, you know, and all these different types of skill sets at a very high class or high world level, world class level. And, you know, I was just doing it because that was what I needed to do. But I also really, really enjoyed it because it was really fun. I liked the idea of doing something very difficult, mastering it very quickly, and then applying it, you know, in certain capacities, you know, around the world. And you know, so because I did all those things, you know, I just noticed that I'm just a curious explorer. You know, I'm a person that just likes to explore the next horizon, the next 
mountaintop. And that was the running thread of my whole journey. And then of course, afterwards, after, or after the military, you know, I continued to travel, I've traveled, you know, 40 countries and did a lot of different types of things in life. And I'm still going to do that because that's what I like to do, you know, and that's just me being honest with myself and, and asking the tough questions of, you know, like, what am I really about? You know, and sometimes, you know, asking our friends can be good indicators. Like I had a, a really powerful epiphany a couple of years, well, probably about five, six years ago, one of my best friends growing up, um, you know, him and I, we did a lot of things together, but one of the things we did was play Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> you know, the video game. And, uh, and he, uh, he's like, Hey man, like, I don't know if I ever told you this, but like, you know, when we used to play Grand Theft Auto, like, you know, I'd always be focused on the missions and then you Lane, you were always like trying to find the hidden boxes. Like you weren't, you weren't trying to beat the game. You were trying to explore, you know? And I was like, man, that's a, such a simple, you know, small little like thing in my life, but it, it kind of almost told me like who I am as a guy. Like I, like it's cool to go do the missions and, and, you know, beat the game so to speak. But what I enjoyed the most was just the exploration of the, of the game, you know, trying to find these hidden boxes or whatever they were, you know, um, you know, so asking yourself these powerful questions, you know, asking other people like, Hey, you know, if you were just to like, you know, sum up my life, like, what would you think that I like to do? You know, look, looking at all the stuff I've done, you know, and, and of course this, this is external feedback. This is other people's opinions of our own journey. And so we can't, you know, just say that, okay, he, that's what he said. I mean, if it resonates, absolutely true. But if like someone says, you know, like, Hey, I think you, you should, you should be doing this or well, it seems like you've been doing a lot of that. And it's like, Oh, that's not really why I was doing that. You know, just take it, you know, say, thanks for the feedback. I appreciate your perspective. And then, you know, that's it. You know, you don't have to, somebody else's opinion, somebody else's perspective on our journey. We don't need to take it in unless, unless it's true for us. And so as we gather all this data, you know, then we'll, we'll start to craft, you know, how, how can we show up more powerfully in the world as our most authentic, truest self? And, you know, it's like, okay, once I identified that I'm a curious explorer, I like to try a whole bunch of different things and just, you know, go to the next horizon or the next mountaintop and just see what's there because that's how I like, you know, that's how I like to operate. I, I realized that. And then the next step is to have the courage to do that with full enthusiasm. And sometimes that could be difficult because stepping into your own greatness, stepping into who you truly are can be a difficult thing because, you know, this, this might be the most important thing in your life. And what if you fail at it? What if, what if you're not good at being you, you know, like these are thoughts that we have. They're absolutely not true, but they can hold us back. And they can stop us from taking massive action to becoming our best selves, from expressing who we truly are, and really finding that happiness and fulfillment that we know we deserve, but we're just kind of scared. We're fearful that, uh, what, if, what if I fail at being myself? What if, what if I'm not as good at being myself as I thought I, th I should be, you know? So it's, you know, and this is where community, friends, people that care about you can help push you in the right direction.
that's excellent. I love that part of being uh, a curious, a curious explorer. I love all that. You know, I believe that every single business idea is is a new adventure, and I, that definitely resonates with me. It's just part of the journey as well, right? You oh, yeah. have that assignment and that that build up to it. It becomes boring, and some people like maybe they just go. Um, they have other ways, but if that's something that excites you, you need that rush. I think that's part of being the entrepreneur. You need that that adrenaline rush that motivate you to continue and to build that resilience that you're going to need uh, big time. So I oh, love yeah. that. I definitely love that. It resonates with me a lot. Um, yeah. And on the flip side, though, is that, you know, being a curious explorer and going out for the, the new adventure and the new thrill and the new things, there's, there's an element of stability that we all need and an element of kind of like foundation to where, you know, I want to be secure in my, my home, you know, secure with my relationships with a certain amount of people, whether that be your family that you live with or loved ones that live in your hometown, you know, or friends that live in your hometown, you know, so, you know, having that security, you know, plays a role, uh -huh. especially for an explorer, you know, and some people would rather, you know, spend 80% of their time exploring and then oh, I'll just come back for a couple of weeks and then I'll be off on the road for another couple of months or whatever. You know, I, I actually just spoke to a friend yesterday and for seven years in a row, he was out of the country for eight months out of the, out of the year. And he went to air all over the place, Antarctica, Egypt, all over India, Asia, South America, United States, Europe, all this stuff. And he, he's a photographer and uh, he takes these amazing, beautiful pictures. I mean, these are just stunning. And last year, you know, he uh, was going to be gone 10 months out of the year. 2020, he was going to be, ten, uh, you know, 10 months out of 12 months. And, of course, we all know how, you know, 2020, you know, rolled COVID. And he just, all of his trips were canceled. And ended up just staying home and with his wife and all last year, they, they created a really nice garden at their house, you know, and building these, you know, that wasn't his intention to, you know, build a garden and have this kind of like home, literally rooted at his home. Um, but, you know, that's what, uh, that's what happened. And, and, uh, but, you know, to go back to the whole balance, you know, so some people are homebodies, you know, they love to be home most of the time or in their hometown and their community, you know, but, they may, may go travel and explore it just a little bit, you know? So where are you at that spectrum? You're, you know, where, where do you find yourself on that spectrum? And that's what you have to ask yourself. And that's so true. I know that every time I travel somewhere, it doesn't matter if it's for work, it's for business or whatever reason or family vacation, I get invigorated. I get, oh, yeah. you know, it reset me and give me more energy. So yes, you have to know yourself. That's, you have to understand what motivates you and what drives you and prioritize because yep. maybe you enjoy something, but you still have responsibility. So don't, don't forget about those while you go after what you really like. Um, 100%. I love that. And then um, one quick question. Um, 
I know you mentioned um, your partner, Stephen Khan. Uh, choosing a partner to work with is a very difficult decision, right? Because it's not always work out. But you guys used to work together very well. And especially you are both very different. How do you know it's the right partnership? How do you know it's going to work? Well, you, you never know that it's going to work, but um, so one, know thyself. And so this is what we were kind of talking about the whole first part of this podcast is that whenever you know who you are, how you interact in the world, what you want to do and what makes you feel alive, when you know that about yourself, it's much easier for you to identify that or attract somebody else that knows who they are, knows how they interact in the world and knows what they want and what they want to really do. You know, so when two people know that about themselves and we just talk for five minutes, like, Hey, what are you into? You know, like what's going on? What are you, what are you, what are you trying to do? And you'll know immediately, you know? So that's the kind of intuitive knowing, you know, that like, okay, no, they're definitely going on that route. I'm going over here. So that's the kind of short answer. You know, um, there's a formula or kind of these three principles that we use in our book, um, past performance, current principles that you live by and vision for the future. So past, present, future. And so, you know, if you look at somebody's past, you know, their performance, you know, how well do they perform? And it, it doesn't have to be exactly what you're trying to do with this partner right now, but you know, past performance is as a, as an indicator that if they did well in X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z, they're most likely going to do well in this new thing. Even if they're kind of a, a quote beginner, at, you know, whatever it is that they're doing, obviously it depends on where you're at in the partnership. And if you're both kind of beginning on a new thing and you're going to figure it out and grow together, that's, you know, that's, that's something. But if you're two, both very, you know, experienced entrepreneurs and you're bringing a very highly, you know, skill set into the mix. So that way you can kind of move forward with each of your skill sets. then that's another thing too. But uh, past performance, you know, doesn't always need to be the same exact thing that you need to do right now. Depends on where you're at in your journey. Uh, principles that you live by, you know, these are things like, you know, honesty, integrity, transparency. That's, those are two or three principles that Stephen and I hold dear to us and honesty with ourselves, honesty with other people, how we communicate honesty and the byproduct of that is integrity. And so if we know the principles that we live by and we know the other, the principles that the other person lives by, well, it's really easy to find if, if we're congruent, if we're compatible. Because somebody that's willing to cut corners, so to speak, and, you know, do the kind of dirty stuff that is going to get results quick, but then in the long term, you know, might lead to something that's not, you know, advantageous for the company or for ourselves, you know, so, you know, understanding how we live our life. And, and if those principles are congruent with each other, that's, that's, a, that's an indicator that it's going to be a good partnership. And of course, the vision for the future is like, we as entrepreneurs want to create something, create a product, create a powerful service, create a vision for how we want entrepreneurs to interact with each other, elevate, you know, all these different things. So what are our vision as, as two individuals and how much they overlap? And, you know, it could be that, that each individual, each partner brings together 50% of the, of the, the vision, right? Or maybe it's 80-20, you know, one person's more of a visionary and the other person has some good visionary ideas, but it's mostly one person. 
but the other person brings a powerful, you know, execution skill set to where he knows how to get things done. He knows all the right people. He has a network, whatever the case may be. And at the same time, being able to allow for the, the vision moving forward to be co-creative in nature to where like, Hey, we both might have an idea of where we're going, but we also have to have the humility to say, you know what, let's just kind of take a look at it and see where we really want to go. And maybe we might have to redefine the vision and I might have to give something up. He might have to give something up or she, and then we create something just a little bit, you know, that wasn't there before, but it's that much better because we let go of our ego. We show showcased humility. And then we were able to create a really powerful vision that we both can really sink our teeth into. So partnerships are, um, you never know, you know, how it's going to turn out, but I think, you know, Stephen and I really talk about intentions a lot. And so if we set a, just a very simple intention that, that this, this potential partner, if I know if it's, I'll, I'll know when it's, it's, it's the right partner, you know, or if I, I'm assessing this partner, you know, or potential partner, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to set the intention that if this is the right partner, things are just going to flow together. You know, these are very, very simple intentions, but um, the more they're, they're very potent and powerful if we truly believe them. Because when we set an intention that, you know, if this is the right partner, things will just flow together. And that means that, you know, somehow we just get on all the calls and somehow when we talk, it's just like really effortless. And somehow, you know, the, the skill set that we need, he knew somebody or I knew somebody or, you know, the vision that we were kind of hazy on, you know, we, we talked for 20 minutes and then we figured it out because we just created space. We created the mastermind and then boom, you know, that clarity just came forward. You know, so all these things are like kind of, you know, they sound intangible, but the, but whenever you feel it, whenever you do it and you experience it with, you know, these potential partners, you'll know it in your heart, you'll know it to your core and you'll be like, yep, this feels really, really good. And then you just take the next step, you know, and, you know, you might just, um, do a kind of honeymoon agreement, so to speak. You're like, Hey, let's just try something for 90 days, you know, and see where it goes. Or we try something for a very small project, you know, and then we just, we just t dip our toes in the water together and then see what happens. And then, you know, we give it our all, we, we do our best. And then at the 90 day, at the end of the 90 days or whatever it may be, you know, we just take an honest look and we assess, okay, all right, well, it worked out really fantastic. I really like the way you do business. I like your mindset. You know, I like the way you handle things, you know, all these different things. And then you're like, okay, well, it's just, I think we should just keep going. You know, I think we should take the next step into the partnership or uh, take it a little bit more seriously and maybe, you know, um, go from like, you know, dating to like, oh, let's, let's become fiancés or something, you know? Yeah. So it's like um, you need to first look for the alignment, right? And then you have to keep checking that the alignment is still in there and that, you know, there's some kind of 50-50 effort or whatever that means uh, for yeah. partnership. But, you know, need to keep an eye on it. So make sure that everything is still running smoothly the whole time. I like it. That's very yeah. valuable. Um, so I know you mentioned the the book, The Humble Helper. So where 
people can buy it on Amazon? Yeah, um, you can find uh, the Audible, the Kindle, and the print on Amazon. And it's also available on iTunes as an audiobook. Um, and uh, yeah, that's where you can find it. And what other products or anything um, people can find you if they're interested in learning more about you and about your partner, Stephen? Yeah, so, uh, you know, we're both on Facebook. Um, Stephen is Stephen Eugene Kuhn, and I'm Lane Ballone. And uh, we're both active on Facebook. We're both active on uh, Instagram. And uh, if you're on Clubhouse, uh, Stephen's very active on Clubhouse at Stephen Kuhn. I'm very active on Instagram at Increase Freedom. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we're working on now is, um, you know, identifying, you know, purpose after a successful pivot or an exit, you know, and because it could be really difficult to have successes and say, okay, now I'm going to, now what do I do with all my time, you know, and figuring out what that next step is and how do you, you know, again, align with who you really are, how you interact in the world and, and what, is the thing that you want to be working on next in your life that is not just opportunity based, but has, you know, significant meaning behind it. All right. And, um, you're also working on a retreat coming up to Peru. Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So Stephen and I, we work with, uh, sacred plant medicine and we have put together a really powerful and beautiful experience down in Peru, uh, with San Pedro ayahuasca. And of course, uh, visiting and exploring ancient ruins, uh, including Machu Picchu. Uh, these transformational experiences are incredibly powerful. And it's for those people that know that they're, they're tired of dealing with something in life. Like they've kept on experiencing over and over and over. And now is the time to finally deal with it. Time to address it, look at it in the face and say, you know what, you know, I appreciate you. I appreciate this experience, but now it's time to move on to the next abundant phase in my life or successful phase in my life or happy phase in my life. And really knowing that it's time right now to do that. And, uh, that's part of what the experience can offer. Yeah. So it's a really powerful experience. So it's like hitting a reset before powering up to the next level. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's letting go of the old, you know, just doing a, a defrag on your system, <laughs> hitting that reset button, you know, and building this kind of empty space to where now I can feel greatness. Now I can feel abundance. Now I can feel success. Now I can feel great relationships. Now I can feel, you know, happiness into this empty space and then live your best life. Sounds like an experience that nobody wants to miss. Yeah, <laughs> I think we yeah. they should join. Yeah, so if you're interested, uh, go to humblealpha.com slash Peru. And you can find out more information. And then if you're very interested or uh, you want to check out the itinerary, it's on that site. And uh, you can have a chat with us if you're interested. And we'll determine if now is the time for you or if it's not. Um, well, 
any last words or any book that you recommend? Well, you got the own but definitely. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's. Uh, yeah, I guess the the you know the running theme is, you know, it's not a it's not a race to you know chase success. It's about understanding who you are as a person, and just being just perfectly okay with who you are right now and then taking very small steps into the person that you're becoming. And it's, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be serious. It doesn't have to be heavy. It can be a very beautiful, gradual, progressive type of journey to where each step that you take, it's filled with joy, fun, beauty, playfulness, impact. And that's the, that's the life that you can build for yourself. And it's about setting the intention to do so trusting yourself and then having a powerful supportive community that can help you every step of the way, especially whenever you feel down or you feel like you're not worth it, or you feel like, man, am I doing any of this right? And that support system, that community behind you is going to give you the, the advice. It's going to give you the energy. It's going to give you the support, everything that you need in those moments, especially when you need it. Yeah, definitely you need to build that, that support, right? And you need to know who to go to because not everybody has the same um, kind of level of support or they're not the same place that you are. Um, so you need to identify that as part of your foundation as well. I believe so. Absolutely. Well, it was definitely a pleasure to have you as a guest. Um, thank you. And... You're welcome to come back anytime. Thank you so much. All right. Have a beautiful day. You too. All right. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Founders Time Podcast. Remember, subscribe to our newsletter at founderstime.com for more tips and tricks on how to make your podcast great. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts.